Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. We've got Steve Ronaldo in today at the round table. Mr. Weber is out. I'm so proud of Jim. My goodness, I just I just glow at the fact that he honors us with his presence on occasion, but he is Mr. Bodybuilder. He's out doing a 10K. I'm not even I had, sure. In, in that, and in that, I, just to honor Jim, I had uh, 10 bowls of Special K. And today. you walked upstairs? Yeah, yeah, I did. I went yeah. upstairs. That's a, you know, what could I, I say? I'm not sure I'm going to drive 10K today, <laughs> much less run 10K. But we we got to, you know, we have one big sportsman in our uh, congregation of three here, so that's that's Mr. that's enough. He does, you know, he. I figure if he does enough running, that should cover the three of us. I would think so. You know, why I do we need to do so. it when he's out doing it? So, anyway, Jim, good luck. Hope you win, and uh, I hope you have that American Web Radio. You finish. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> I tell you the ones that I think are sort of crazy on, and I think Jim runs it. Uh, the Fourth uh, of July Peach the Peachtree, yeah. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of those I, guys. You know, I wouldn't fly over that. No, much I wouldn't less drive down it. there because how would you park? Where would they park these thousands of cars? You know, yo-yos. I mean, not not yo-yos, but people get up for that. They get up at two and three o'clock in the morning to go down, get, like you said, to get park. a parking place. And then they do all their stri- hell. I could do their stretchings, and I couldn't run it after that. No, no, it, something it, would break. Right. Yes, you know, it's very, very. You know, give them a lot of credit, but that's their hobby. Yeah, and no uh, goofier than my hobby. Well, see, I get out of all that. I don't have a hobby. This, this is my hobby, I guess. So I don't know. You know, you all are too dedicated to that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> we got a great show today. Uh, we're going to be talking to. Uh, a uh, renowned individual, Mr. Steve Ronaldo, known throughout the uh, country for his classic car behaviors and misbehaviors, and we're going to talk about the tours that you've been yeah, on. Yeah, And uh, then we've, we're going to... Uh, I emailed uh, Ed Watts at Passport Transport what the show mm-hmm. was going to be about today, and... Um, he said to be sure and write down his telephone number for you that the next time you get in trouble, just give him a call and, and he'll just sort of laugh and keep going on. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, so we're well, going to be talking about Mr. Ronaldo's troubles. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah uh, there were. That's unusual. I usually don't have a problem, but I've had two. That, that's what surprised me. And, folks, if you don't know Steve... Then you won't know what what I'm about to say. You won't appreciate what I'm about to say. But if there is an old maid about cars and classic cars and his trailer and his cars that he pulls his trailer, tows his trailer with, and so forth, Mr. Rinaldo is the. You don't ever double check anything. You must quadruple. Well, check. I, I I service everything every time we go, and 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 all the years I've towed thousands of miles. This was the first trailer problem I've ever had, and there was a legitimate reason. But we'll get to that. We'll get to, yeah. yeah, let's yeah. talk about where you've been. All right, we've been on two consecutive uh, tours. One was the Brass and Berks County. Uh, and that's a long-standing brass car tour, and that's where I had the flat tire uh, going going up there. Uh, I had a blowout on the road, which was very unusual. The tour was in uh, Lancaster, Pennsylvania, and uh, but I'll come back to that in just a minute. We saw some some pretty interesting sights. 
Uh, car was fine, worked fine, everything was good uh, as far as the car goes, but the interesting thing was the trailer problem. Uh, and I'll come back to that because this is, I think, really important because I didn't know most of the stuff about trailer tires. I honestly did not. Like, Wait, like no, you say that, but we had a whole show that you talked about trailer tires. Yeah, but not like the in-depth when I had to know. Oh. See, that was, this was just... Uh, you know, servicing your trailer tires, but I learned a ton of stuff by talking to uh, the people who tow a lot, and the internet is loaded with stuff uh, about trailer tires. And then at this tire store, the interesting thing is the tire store that this guy who hosted the tour, uh, this tire store had been in business over 80 years. And they told me a bunch of stuff that I had no idea about. Nothing. Not a thing. So there's a lot to be learned about trailer tires if you tow a trailer. And there's a lot of misinformation out there. Uh, But we'll come back to that. So anyway, that was a good tour. We uh, picked up a lot of... uh, I had to wash the car underneath because there was a lot of the... Pennsylvania Amish fudge under the <laughs> fenders. <laughs> the old salt. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. But what was? I got a picture. Or Brenda, I she, I had took a picture with her camera, and there was an Amish guy that was pulled up through a bank drive-through, and was doing the ATM from his buggy, <laughs> and it was it was really just a cool picture. With with the safety sign on the back yeah. of it, they they have the Amish. A couple three things I noticed they've changed. Uh, they're all have running LED lights on their buggies now, so they don't. Which is smart on their part, very smart. Uh, and the other thing is, you know, the old Amish thing. You could always tell an Amish house in Pennsylvania because they they don't have wires going to them because they're connected to the outside and the evil people could, you know, the evil spirits could come in through the wires. A lot of them now are using solar panels. Hmm. So they now have the electric stuff. Let me, let me tell, I got to tell my Amish story right quick. 1970, my hometown, Lubbock, was hit by, a, in May, hit by a, a tornado, a terrible tornado. I was at Fort Ord at the time. I got an early out. I was a week from graduation. The the, the chaplain got me out, and I went home to uh, to a, a, a devastated city, really. And uh, my I could weave around and go this way and that way, and finally get to my house. And um, I'd, I'd gotten in. I'd gone on duty, and then gotten off duty at some ungodly hour. And Sunday morning, I was dead. I mean, I was in bed, sound asleep, like nobody's business. And I, I thought I was being attacked by bees. I heard all this, bzzz, you know, my God, what's going on? So I get up, and I go outside, and we had, I couldn't get to my, I had to go up an alley to get to my house because the, the road in front of my house was covered by trees that had fallen and been hit by the tornado and so forth. So I walk out, and there's and I never, I never got the whole story, because I was too stupid to ask, I guess. But here was, I mean, they were like uh, flies on honey. They were all over the place with chainsaws. And they were Amish that I don't know how they get the 
got the permission, but they had flown into Lubbock from Pennsylvania, and I don't know how they because they don't fly, I don't think. I uh, think they do. Do they? I well, think they, so. They had brought their chainsaws, and they were like beavers going after those trees. Yeah. And, They're and, great people. Oh, yeah, and I went out, and I... I, I uh, the only thing they would let me do, I, I gave them Bring water. Bring water. I, I brought them water. And then the other thing, I said, "Well, I got to pay you. I got to, you know, I got to do something for you." They wouldn't take a dime. No. Nope. One of them gave me a, a, a an address and said, "This is our mission, or so I don't know, whatever they called it, and you can send something to them." And I said, "My God, you know." Yeah, there must have been twenty or thirty of them. I don't. Yep. Know. I mean, they were all that, all over just, the place. They're just the nicest people you'd and ever want to meet. Hard working. Oh my yeah. goodness! So I sent their whatever it was. I sent them a contribution, and and uh, you know I couldn't. I, it, it was almost. I didn't. I stood there like a doofus and didn't do anything other than have my tongue hanging out watching these guys attack those trees. And uh, they were big trees, and they had those suckers cut down where, you know, two men could haul off this and two men could haul off that. They buzzsawed through that like, yeah. So they are fine, fine. Yes, people. they are, and they're yeah. and you know, in the hobby, in the antique car hobby, especially the early car hobby, they are some of the few people left who will redo wooden wheels for the very early cars, or or redo the upholstery, upholstery in that yeah. button. The, the tuft and button upholstery because that's what they use on their buggies yeah. and and uh, they're not that over they're not cheap to do it but they're not that expensive compared to to everything else you know that and their we do. quality though the quality is outstanding generally very very good very good you know <laughs> and here's the sad part and this is what's wrong with today you got I guarantee I promise you not necessarily in the group that you were with, and probably not in the group that you were with. But there are people that will point and laugh and make fun of them, and their buggies and so forth. And yet the Amish that I met, and it's not a bunch, but a few, that's the last. They don't point and laugh at us. No. And they probably have. Oh, they love the old cars. When they see the old cars, they all go crazy. They just love it. But they're, they, you hit it. They're fine, fine Yes, they people. are. Nice, nice people. Very good craftsmen. Anyway, so we finished that one. Then we came home, and then a few days later, we headed north again for the AACA Founders Tour. We got the Thunderbird, headed up the Thunderbird, got uh, on I-77 north, uh, probably 30 miles north of Charlotte, uh, right where I-40 and I-77 come together, and the thing quit. So, we didn't know what to do. It was late. A guy stopped. He had a voltmeter. We got it started. The charging system had stopped. So at this, and it was after five o'clock on Friday night. So I said, "Well, we talked about it, and we just said we'll get it flatbed at home." So I called AAA, and this, I know this is going to be a commercial for AAA, but um, having an AA AAA Premier membership, any of you guys that have old cars, you need to do this. And here's a good reason why. They pay, it's free, the first 200 miles of a tow. So the guy took me home, um, uh, and it cost me a little money, but it was cheaper than paying for meals and a hotel. So if you have an old car, I've had AAA Premier, and, and they're, it's, 
you know, everybody complain. A lot of people complain about AAA, but because they're not the fastest, they don't show up in two minutes. But 200 miles free is a lot of good stuff. Uh, so you need if you don't have AAA. I know Dave, we were just talking. Dave has a USAA. They have the same kind of program, but get the best one and get the one with the towing miles. If you're going to do old car stuff, hey, it's going to save you. It doesn't matter. 200 miles is a pretty long way. So anyway, we got the thing towed home, took it up to Thunderbird Herald shop, left it. We finally got home about 1.30 that night, <laughs> went to sleep, got up at 6.30 and hit the road again to get up to Brenda's college roommates and take them out for their anniversary dinner. And that's where we left the car trailer. One of the coolest things happened on this this tour. Uh, if you're familiar at all with good old Interstate 81, when you get up into Pennsylvania, there's Carlisle. And at Carlisle is the U.S. Army Heritage Center and the United States Army War College. So we went there for a, a uh, one of the days and the tour stops. And this lady comes up to me and says, uh, some of the people said you're a Vietnam veteran. Oh, you want to stop? Yeah, go ahead. we got about a half a minute. Oh, I won't be able to finish. Okay. Well, yeah. We'll come back to this story. Stay tuned for the exciting ending of the story. <laughs> the ending. Exciting <laughs> ending. Or the beginning. Or the <laughs> middle of the story. I don't know. Or that something. The story will be somewhere or the other. Anyway, we'll be back right after this. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Whether cruising the Strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Coming soon, only on AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. The Insurance Deal. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio, part of the America Broadcast Network now. You probably didn't even know that, Steve. Well, until you told me about it. Until I told you. Anyway, we've got a story going on, and and we posted the To Be Continued sign. (laughs) To Be Continued. Anyway, like I said, we were at the Army Army Heritage Center and War College uh, in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. Beautiful place. You get up there. The tours are free. It's just a great place to stop and see. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, it's, it didn't cost us anything. Whether they had paid in advance or if there were, was a fee, I don't know. But 
it's well worth the stop, and it's right off of I-81. Anyway, I'm walking around looking at stuff, and some girl comes over and says, "You're a, some of the people told me you were a Vietnam veteran. I said, yeah. I said, I have a present for you. And she gave me this exceptionally nice, probably three-quarters of an inch round button with the American Eagle in the middle. And it's uh, and and it was brass, not plastic. It said Vietnam War on top, and then veteran underneath with three stars filling in either side to fill in the space. And just here you go. And she just said thank you, and that's it. That's pretty cool. I I was very impressed with that. I thought you know just there uh, from them. That was a that was a very nice gesture on their part. So they get ten points in my book. And well, they should. And well, yeah. they should. Yeah, that was that was uh, uh, kind of an interesting thing to have happen. I was very surprised. It's sort of like, uh, or not sort of like, but I appreciated the fact that uh, a gentleman that well deserved it uh, got the Medal of Honor of the day, uh, first Medal of Honor that uh, Trump has done. Uh, he was a Vietnam veteran, and he saved. Ten of his buddies that had been in the field of fire. His, I don't know if you saw that or not, but no, I did not. Uh, you know, I well, I don't even get. Let's get back to cars. Yeah, I don't want to get political on this thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, so what I'd like to do is talk about this trailer tire stuff, and um, on like I said, on the way to the Brass and Burks uh, tour. I had a blowout. First time I've ever had a train. When this thing let go, man, it sounded like a cannon going off in the back. Well, anyway, we were about a, an, a couple hundred yards from an exit, so that was that was good. So I so, got. And uh, you have a tandem. Right? Yep. So I got off, pulled into a McDonald's parking lot. One out of four goes, so you've got. Yeah, I've still got three. We're, yeah, and so we get up there, and I of course carry a spare. And went to change the, looked at this tire and said, you got to be kidding me. There wasn't half of the tread left. It just blew out. Let It just let go. You were one of the ones that when I'm driving on the interstate, here are all these parts of tires. Yeah, yeah. Well, this time for sure. Anyway, changing a tire on the side of the road would not be one of my favorite things to do on a trailer. Especially on an interstate. Oh, well, by the way, the outside tire. Uh, yeah, it was the outside tire. So anyway, I, like I did on the Thunderbird when it quit, I pulled, had pull, got off to the side, and then had Brenda steer, and I pushed the car down, and I walked down a little ways and got one of the road construction barrels and put it out on the road, so I'm out sort of halfway, so people had to go around. Um, but anyhow, there's something if you have a trailer, I don't care if it's an open or closed trailer that I think everybody should own. And a friend of mine gave me one, and I really didn't didn't think about it until you have to use it, um, is a, a device called a trailer aid. You can buy them on eBay. It's the number one seller of this thing, and it only will work, of course, if you have a tandem axle. The one tire that's good on the side where you had the blowout or the flat what you can do is you put this on in front of the good tire. Then you get back in your tow vehicle and drive the good tire up onto this sort of ramp-looking thing. It has a cutout for your tire to sit in. And it's high enough at that point 
where you can take the lugs loose and change the tire instead of farting around with a jack and all of this oh, other beautiful. stuff. Yeah. yeah, and they're available on eBay, and they run 25 to $30. And if you have a tandem trailer... Uh, I very strong. I didn't realize. I kind of was skeptical of this thing, but when it, you have a flat, I couldn't even get. I always carry a floor jack in the trailer. I couldn't get it under. Yeah. I could not get it under to pick it up. See, I. I that's why I always carry an alligator jack. Yeah. This. Yeah. Because it's down low and. But but anyway, so but you're on the side of the road and you're dealing with this big car trailer and all of this stuff. And it made it. It made changing this tire very, very, very easy. Uh, and like I said, I I can't. I, I never knew about it. A guy gave me one. Uh, I didn't even know such a thing existed. You don't know. You don't find this shit out till you need it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't find out about this stuff till you need it. Uh, so anyway, very, very interesting. Another thing before I get into the tire stuff. <coughs> um, and I'll tell you why my st- my tires blew out uh, in a little while. Uh, that you might want to consider a tire pressure monitor system for your trailer. Uh, the one that I, I, I thought you had it. I do. Okay. But this this couldn't tell me what was going on. But as soon as it blew out, the tire minder went crazy. Uh, it did. It did. It just. It, yeah, yeah. It really is really something. The one I have is a is tire minder, uh, and again they're available online anywhere from a hundred bucks to two hundred and fifty. If you have an older tow vehicle and it does not have TPMS in the truck, you can also add it add this to any tire that you want. It'll take up to something like twelve tires. Uh, so that's another thing, and I've had this, and and um, and and I I I've had other people that have them, and they, everybody I know that has them swear by this thing. Well, anyway, the reason, and I had the, the reason I blew out this tire, most of it had to do with load range. So I got the spare on, I got up to the tour, and I started talking to some people. And they were saying that, oh, yeah, I used to, and, and what's funny is, uh, I, I, there's an old... St- an wait, wait a second, back up. What did you call it? Load range. Load range? Load range. This is something I learned about. Anyway, and and uh, uh, there's an old saying in the trailer hobby, trailer tires never wear out. Hmm. <laughs> and there's a reason for that, and the biggest single reason is load range. Well, anyway, I had a good uh, one of my best buddies who, who we see on tours uh, lives in New Jersey, and he was he has a big trailer, three axles, and he puts two cars in it. And and uh, uh, he said I was always having trailer tire blowouts until I went to load range E. And I said I have no idea what you're talking about. And I talked to some other guys who were having problems. So anyway, uh, that night I got on I got on the internet and found out about load range, and this is real. I because I had no idea, and I you got to remember I've been towing for years, and I talked to uh, uh, when I needed tires. I so I went to the place and got trailer tires. That's all, just trailer tires, fifteen inch trailer tires, 
Anyhow, I never paid any attention to it, and I, and and this is very interesting. Load range C tires for trailers go up to about give or take seventeen to eighteen hundred pounds. Okay, so you multiply that by four, and that's how much you can load on into your trailer. And that's not a lot when you think of a 6,800 pounds. Let's say 1,700, 6,800 pounds. That's not a lot. So by the time you have an enclosed trailer and you have uh, uh, that the car. Weigh, that weighs, the trailer weighs. Probably 3,000. Uh, and, then, and then you put the car in there, 2,500. You're at 5,500. Uh, plus all the other crap that's in there to go with it. You're probably at 6,000 pounds. Uh, and the guy at the trailer store and online, and if this, I'm not speaking, I, I am no professional. This is what just what I found out. If you don't believe me, look it up. Uh, so I'm not telling you that I am any kind of expert in this at all. Um, anyway, the, he, he, the, they tell you should have about a 25% fudge factor hmm. on top of Whatever your loaded rate is, whatever the loaded weight of your trailer is, you should have another 25%, at least 25% factor on top of that. Well, I didn't know that until I started talking to the guys a lot, and I load range D and E and F and G and all this stuff. And so anyway, I said, I have no idea what any of this means. So the, the guy who was playing on the tour grew up in, in Lancaster, and he said that, that uh, there's a tire store here. They have two. And uh, they've been in business over 80 years. And the old man is always there. And uh, he'll talk to you about all of this kind of stuff. Well, I went up there and, and found out that 15-inch comes in C, which is the 1,700-pound one, D, which is around 22, 2300, depending upon the manufacturer. I'm sure there's a government spec that has, to, in order to be called load range D, it has to go between here and here. But I could never find that. I'm sure it's there somewhere, and I just don't know where to find it. And then there's E for 15s. E goes up to t- about 2800 pounds. So if you put 2800 pounds for just the sake of discussion, uh, you're at you're at twelve thousand pounds, give or take. You know, again, depending upon the tire and the manufacturer. But the thing is that E tires, uh, they don't stock. They don't even stock D tires in fifteen. They generally have to come from a warehouse somewhere in the area, and an E tire generally has to come from the manufacturer. That's what I was told by the guy at the tire store. He got D's. He said, I could get you E's, but they may not show up until you're ready to go home. So I put D's on, and they're 2,800, so uh, I mean 2,400. So give or take, I'm at 10,000 pounds, and I don't haul anything close to 10,000 pounds. What happened to my trailer tire was because they are load range C, they were belt separated. And uh, and he said the belt just let go and the tire because you're running 50 pounds tire air pressure, and 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 it just blew it out. He he said the okay. Yeah, let's take a break here and uh, we'll come back and finish the story because I 
I, as you were talking, I kept thinking about quote unquote air quotes trailers and tires, and you're old enough to remember what I'm going to bring up when we come back. We'll be back on the Classic Car Show right after this. Whether cruising the strip at a '57 Chevy. Yeah, I knew nothing about this stuff. Forty-five years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. Coming soon, only on AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. The Insurance Deal. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. And we're talking about trailers, tires, and blowouts. Steve, I, I don't... Well, this is not an honor, but we're the same age. And... As you were telling your story, I kept thinking about, you know, over the years, trailers have sort of been looked at like third cousins or something or or stepchildren or whatever you want to call it. And I know that you're old enough to remember when trailer tires were recaps. Yeah. And they weren't, I mean, nobody even... You know, and you'd see a trailer off to the road jacked up because the trailer, or the tire had blown out, and all this kind of stuff. And yet, you have brand new tires on, and have a yeah, I, these yeah, oh yeah, you ain't heard anything yet. And and I never heard of this classification like you're talking about. And let me ask, well, obviously, when you bought your trailer tires, the one that blew out and so forth. Obviously, your tire salesman didn't say, "Well, now, Mister Ronaldo, here's EC, what rating do you yeah. want? You got trailer tires. Yeah, that's what you got. And used to be, they were recap trailer tires. Yeah, they no. were even worse. These are these are radials. These, yeah. these, of course, are radials. So anyway, yeah, uh, and and these were, and I'll get back to the old, the other stuff in just a minute. Anyway. The load range E tires they have to order in, and I, it takes a while. But the D's they can most places can generally get them within that day, if their warehouse is not far away. Uh, and the E's are generally from the manufacturer because it's something you have to request. And every guy I talk to in the parking lot that put load range E on their big trailers uh, have no issues whatsoever. Now, if you go to a 16 or 17 inch tire um, wheel, they they are are start at E and go up to G. And G rated tires, 
if I remember right, and that's I had no, I really didn't know because I don't have minor 15s. They're somewhere around 3,800 pounds. Wow! So uh, you're looking at four, but you figure you grew up on a ranch and a farm. Uh, you're towing these. You see these horse trailers on the road, three axles with four or six horses in it, and each one of those is two thousand pounds. That's a ton of weight you're dragging around. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, kind of interesting stuff. Uh, so that's the first first part of the equation. Now I had the belt separation, and my thinking was. I was going to get a new. I was going to get a spare. I was going to get when he showed me about the load range C. Well, I said put a put the D tire on the spare as well, and then pick the best one of the the uh, uh, ones that are on there for me to have just at in the just the tire. I didn't need a wheel. I'll have it in the car. I'll have it in the trailer. So you can always find somebody with a tire machine that can change it, uh, no matter where you are. So he said, okay. So he got him off, and he called me back into, oh, by the way, this guy and this, this old guy who, who this place, he whipped this trailer and backed it right into a damn stall. I said, boy, I wish I could do that. Mm-hmm. I mean, he said, well, I said, God, that's amazing. He said, no, nah, I didn't do so good. It took me twice. <laughs> but anyway, he said, here's how you can tell if you have tread separate or, or belt separation on your tires. He said, he, he, he said, it deflated, and this is a new one, the one I had. Anyway, you push on the edge, and it's stiff by the sidewall. It's stiff. If you push in the middle, and it sinks and sort of makes a big indent, the belts are gone. Hmm. Because they should be almost as stiff as the outside, and that's the load range, the heat in the load range of the tire. Uh, one of the other things I learned is that a lot of people are, are, are recommending that you use light truck tires on your trailer. Well, if you look at the specs on a light truck tire, same size as a trailer tire, they're anywhere from 500 to 1,000 pounds less in load range capacity. People think the tire load range uh, D is the same as passenger car or light truck tire load range D, and it's not. Okay, it's on not. the side of the tire. You it's, know, if I went down yes. my car, it would give me information. Yes. So on these, yes. it gives the information in load range. Exactly. Exactly. Or e or exactly. It tells you the same thing, but truck tires are rated less. And the guy told me, he said, I want you to think about this. Car tires ha- are designed to for traction, uh, for flexing to give you a smoother ride, so the sidewalls are not as stiff. He said they just aren't. No matter what you do, they just aren't. He said, so, I mean, I'll put them on if somebody wants, but he said I'll I'll tell them you shouldn't be doing this on your on your trailer. And this guy's been in business eighty years, so who are you going to believe? Anyhow, uh, the other thing that's kind of interesting about tires that I found out is. There's a a uh, federal law that says if they take a t- and they're all date coded, all tires are date coded now. If the tire is more than six years old, they a tire store cannot install it. It's against the law. 
If your tires are more than six years old, they probably aren't any good anymore, according to this guy. And I don't know if he meant old bias ply tires and all this other stuff. But he said, if we take a tire off and it's more than six years old, we can't patch it and put it back on the car. We can patch it and hand it to you. That's your problem. But it's against the law. So he recommends if you have a trailer, and all these other people do, and you can read this stuff online from the experts like eTrailer.com and all this they said five years, change your tires and valve stems. Just change them. Don't even screw with it. Just change them. Because uh, I had one time a valve stem break in half. And, and not, you know, it, it just happened. And the other thing is when you park your trailer, try, if you, if you have the capability, get the wheels and tires off the ground. Uh, jack it up and put tire covers on them so the ozone doesn't get on the tires and deteriorate them. That's one of the major causes of tire, uh, trailer tire, uh, you know, going out, having a problem. The ozone deteriorates and makes them weak, and then you have all of these problems. You know, I know you're a big gambler, so what would you think the percentage of quote-unquote tire salesmen in tire stores know any of the stuff that Very you little, especially trailer tires. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking especially about. Especially trailer tires. You know, tires. when you walk in and you say, I, I need to get tires for my trailer, they should hand out a sheet just like you handed me explaining the, the different classes exactly. and all this. Exactly, exactly. And, uh, you know, how much weight, Mr. Ronaldo, do, do you, you think tow? you'll be towing? What you size know? wheels do you have? All right. And they're... Ain't one in a hundred, I bet. That no, I don't even think it would be that high. Yeah. I doubt if it's that high. So anyway, there's, there's a lot of, of stuff that goes into just that part. On the side of your tire, there's infla- there are inflation specs. Uh, and the guys at the tire store said you should inflate your tires to approximately five pounds less than the maximum inflation pressure uh, simply because they pick up about five pounds as, your as, as, as the, the temperature gets up yeah. unless you're using nitrogen uh, he didn't have nitrogen at this tire store but if you're using nitrogen just fill them up to the because pre- that doesn't change anything tire pressure stays constant the molecules are bigger uh, so anyway it's it's a it's a better deal it's how a better many, how many people really do that though well, I, I, I'm very seriously thinking that before the next time I go anywhere, I'm going to do nitrogen. I'm going to take it to a store, tire shop, and have them deflated and add nitrogen to them. Hmm. I, 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 you know, I'm a, like you said, I'm a nut when it comes to this trailer stuff because it's. I hate it. I, there's nothing I hate more in the hobby than the car trailer. I despise the car trailer. I'd absolutely despise it. Well, anyway, so that's important for for your inflation. Also, the tire temperature. If you, you, you see them on the road all the time, one a tire gone, one axle, tire temperature should be 20 to 25 degrees maximum above outside temperature. Hmm. So this tire minder, the TPMS, also has temperature. So if a wheel bearing is going out, 
it will beep, 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 and the tire will come on the the tire that comes up, and it'll give you the temperature. That tells you you got a problem with that tire. You need to get off the interstate and get it addressed. So they they need to to stay about twenty twenty five degrees of of uh, outside temperature. And if you think I'm making this up, watch any kind of of race. They tell you they always are monitoring tire temperature very closely. NASCAR, Formula One, IndyCar, doesn't matter. They're always monitoring tire temperature. But this will tell you if you have bearings going out and all of this. So the other guy says, what kind of wheel bearing do you use? And I said, well, I use, I use wheel bearing grease instead of just chassis grease. He said, smart. Wheel bearing grease is what you should be using on these things. Which, if people don't know, is very thick. Yes, it's heavier. Yeah. It's, it's heavier. Uh, one of the other things I found out that was interesting. Um, oh, wait a second. I want to go back to the greasing of the bearings. Yeah. How many people do you know that just shove some grease in in the portal of the of the bearing? Or they don't the get it at the and, back one. And, and they don't take the bearing out. I always took the bearing out grease. Well, the new yeah. ones you don't have to because they have a grease fitting in the center of the axle. Yeah. So, so you, you just... Shirt? You exactly a zerk fitting. You fill your grease gun, and I have one. And this lives in the trailer, filled with wheel bearing grease, and you pump it in about two, couple, three pumps before each trip. Don't overfill it because it'll pop the seal out, make a mess. But just a couple pumps, and you've got wheel, you've got bearing, you've got grease to the back. You've got grease to the back. Also, before this trip, I checked. I had uh, one bearing that was. Uh, uh, had a lot, the one wheel had a lot of slop to it, so that I had to re- retighten that one, uh, uh, tighten the nut up and back it off, and put the, you know put the retainer back on, so that I didn't have that problem. But the the wheels, you know, all these white spoke sort of trailer wheels that you see every trailer have, you know, you, they're just white and they they look like spoke wheels. They have a load range rating of about 1,850 pounds. So if you have the greatest tire in the world that's rated at 10,000 pounds, that wheel's only rated for 1,800 pounds. So you haven't really accomplished a lot. You're going backwards, in fact. Because uh, you will overestimate what you can do. Exactly. So... so this, the, the, the alloy wheels that are designed for trailers start at about 3,000 pounds and go up depending upon the design and the manufacturer. So if you have even the cheapest alloy wheels, you're already at 12,000 pounds load rating. So again, you might want to consider this is not what I'm not telling you. This is what I found out. And if you don't believe me, again, I want you to look this stuff up because it's dangerous. And I don't want you to think, oh, here's, there's just nobody's talking about. Look it up before you buy this stuff. Um, towing speed. The speed rating is on each tire. Whatever the maximum towing speed is, is on the tires. Don't go over that. And if you have to, don't go over by much. They're designed to live at that area, and every one of us have been down the road, and here comes some jackass with his Ford Dually with a, with a car trailer going by you at 90 miles an hour. He's nuts. That's an accident just waiting to happen. All of this stuff is done for your safety, and i got a few more things we get back. 
Let's take a break. We'll be back right after this. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. This is Lawyer Liz. Join me each week as we discuss drones, the Internet of Things, and all the technology in between. It's Buzz Off with Lawyer Liz, Wednesdays at 2. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we do thank you for tuning in to America's Web Radio on America's Broadcast Network. As you'll see in the coming months, uh, we're expanding our network. We'll have five different stations uh, that anybody can uh, pick up a podcast on, listen to your favorite show just about any time you want, and we'll be introducing a number of new shows. And this is going to be an exciting Two or three months, as is every month, exciting here at America's Web Radio. Today on the Classic Car Show, we've been talking about trailers, blowouts, tires, and load ratings that I, I never heard of before. I know. Um, I never did either. Um, I, and I've been doing this for a zillion years, and I never knew any of this kind of stuff. You know, to me, I, I don't want any more government. I don't want any more government. But. This is good you, stuff. This is good stuff, but you should, you know. I'm sorry. It's sort of the, it's sort of the old thing of, uh, you, if you don't know, you don't know the question to ask. Yes. You know, so, and you're stuck. So I think, I think, I don't know how you would do it, but I think if you walk in a store to buy a trailer tire. That they should be knowledgeable enough to hand you this, and or they say, should they they should have a a, a, a if trifold, display, a little trifold exactly, explain this exactly. stuff. It, Any, it, yeah, it is weird. Anyway, I forgot, a couple of things I I did forget to mention about tires. One is the ply rating. A, a, a C series uh, trailer tire six ply D is eight and E is ten and fifteen, and they go up from there. And the interesting thing is. Uh, most C-rated trailer tires will cost you about a hundred bucks, give or take, depending upon where and the sale and all this stuff. And each one you go up is about twenty dollars more. So go from a C to a, a D-rated tire, which is you're getting you're well over ten thousand pounds, um, is only going to cost you you know eighty bucks for four wheels. 
so anyhow, but I forgot to tell you. Well, anyway, the guy was checking the belts. I had no good ones. So what he did is he put the D-rated on my spare and gave me the E-rated. It just lives now inside my tire. So if I have another problem, I can get a tire changed and at least have a new C-rated tire. Uh, not the ideal, but it's better than having nothing. Better ha- anyway, the other thing is, to- uh, we did mention the towing speed, trailer loading. Um, the And I this I did know about. The trailer loading, it should be about, your tongue weight should be about 10% of total load. So if you have, we'll just make it simple, 5,000 pounds weight of trailer and load, you should have about 500 pounds of tongue weight. It's about 10%. You can, you can uh, uh, they make a special tool. Most trailer shops will do it for nothing just because they want you to be, be, be safe. I have my trailer marked for each car. There's a line on the floor. It says Model T, says MG, says Model A, says whatever. They all, they are, it's all marked. So that's where I park that car at. And I know that it's going to be right and safe. Because especially a lot of people want to pull them all the way forward as far as they can. You see it on open trailers all the time. And, and the front of the trailer is pulling the back down and pulling the back of the tow vehicle down. Those, those back tires are so getting so hot. Uh, and anyway, if you don't have a scale and don't want to, what you want to do is drive your car on until it's it's level, and then as soon as it starts to push down a little, drive it on. Have somebody help you watch, and that's where you want to leave your car. You want a little push down, but not much. How many times? And it and it's most obvious uh, in town at slower speeds or whatever. That she, and and I just cringe because I know exactly what what the problem is is what you just addressed. Have you seen that pickup or whatever with the front end the nose up? Yes, and the back end down, yes. almost dragging. Or the ground. just the opposite with a U-Haul trailer. The guy decides, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the big kid, uh, the dining room thing where the yeah on the back because it's be the first thing off. And the trailer, the back of the trailer is hanging down, and 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 the front, the back of the trailer is up. We were going back, coming back from Chattanooga one time, and this guy, we got behind a, 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 a tra- on I seventy five. We got behind a jeep pulling a trailer, and it was fishtailing all over the road. And I told Brenda that car, that trailer's going over, and I just got it out of my mouth. And there goes this trailer. It rolled four times in and into the barrier on the side of I-75. So we were the first ones there. It peeled the top of the trail. Uh, the tow vehicle was a jeep. Taped, uh, peeled it right off. The guy had cut his head, but you know, head scalp wounds just bleed a lot. It's not serious. And the lady was in her uh, in her seatbelt. And so she didn't get hurt. She jumped out of, crawled out of this jeep, and said, first thing out of her mouth, "Where's my damn cigarettes?" <laughs> so hey, now, you know, when I see that, when I see the front end of a pickup or whatever uh, jacked up in the front, and they're pulling a trailer, I give them lots of room. Yeah, because it can until, go at any time until I get my shot, and then I get exactly. past them and out of the way. I don't want any part of those. Exactly. Thoughts. So because you figure if they're that damn stupid. Well, they don't know. And they don't. They well, don't well, know. They're not stupid. They just 
See, no or not no. Nobody ever told them how to load a trailer. Yeah, they well, don't know. I, that's true. But if they don't know there's something wrong when they have steering problems because their trailer's pulling the the front wheels yes. off the ground. They just don't then, know. Uh, they may not know, but they can't drive it. And, I, and I, I like I, part of we just said, I think when and, I, and when you haul rents a trailer to somebody, they need to have a short video that show them some of this very basic stuff. You know, just could be five minutes here. You need to before I yeah, I'll let you have this trailer. You need to watch this video so that they can they can see. But anyway, it's a very heroin exper- harrowing experience to have a blowout uh, like this. And this is the first time it happened. And, and uh, oh, Brenda just about had a heart attack when that thing <laughs> blew up. And yes, and anyway. So, like I told you, and, and this is sort of my disclaimer, I do not ex- pretend in any stretch of the imagination to be a tire expert. This is just what I was told and what I found out on the Internet, and, and uh, I'm passing it on to you what I know. If you don't believe me, check it out before you make the tire purchases or you load your trailer or you store your trailer or do any of this stuff there's a millions of things online about this and they're all going to tell you somewhere about the same thing um but uh, uh it's i i can think of very things very few things that are as important for people that are towing in this hobby is that trailer maintenance trailer tires all, and all of this stuff I mentioned going with it because even though I've towed for a zillion million miles and this is the first problem I had I thought I knew something but I didn't know a damn thing well you know the the kicker is and I think this has been a great show and and like you said it just it's it's lack of knowledge and you can't get enough of it yeah and you for 20 bucks a tire why would you not step up to a better tire i i you know i i don't get it and i did i didn't because i just didn't know because you go to these places and they say oh trailer tires are, are you know they're only a hundred bucks installed well hell that's cheap enough yeah you know install them yeah put them in what do i and the in the steel wheels again uh, the tire guy said about 20% of the time, if you reuse one of those cheap steel wheels that come on the trailer, or that's why you go to, like, Northern Tool, where they sell tons of trailer and trailer. They're already mounted. They, your wheel, those steel wheels will leak. About 20% of the time, they don't ever reseal right. That's why those damn tire wheels are only next to nothing. They're like 20 bucks at Northern for a new wheel. You know, that ought to tell you something, and I just never thought about it before until all this hit home. So, a uh, uh, lot to learn, but I, I hope this was a benefit. To me, it was. To me, I, I just couldn't believe all of this stuff. Well, and but there's always the other possibility, or always the other option, and that's to call Passport Transport. And have and let them, them come, pick up your car yeah, and deliver it wherever. Hey, there's a lot of people that do that stuff. More and more are doing it. And well, you know, I, I, this, this brings up, I ought to tell Ed about this, and maybe he's already got it. But, you know... Like you said, I've I've pulled trailers since I was 14 years old, cotton trailers, and they're not the easiest thing in the world to to pull, Um, and many other trailers. And I'm like you, no matter how safe you think you are, how many mirrors you got, 
whatever you're talking about, you have a blowout on a trailer, and, and it's, scary. It's, it's something to reckon yeah. with. You know? And all of the stuff you have in the world is not yeah. going to account for the other jackasses on the highway. Oh, no. They are there. They're more dangerous than anything. So I think, you know, if... I don't want to use the word expert, but if you're not a well, well-trained trailer towing person, then, you know, and, and I need to talk to Ed. Maybe they've got it. There, If you're going to a show... A long you know way that, away, yeah. Yeah, a long ways away. Look at co-oping with four or five other classic cars. They, I, they see it being done more and more. You know, and, and use a passport transport. Yeah, they come and get your tra- They come yeah. and get your car. They drop it off after the tour. They come and pick it up and go home. And you're already home because you flew home, and you have to yeah. think about nothing. Don't you think? And you know, you're not worried about. No, I, I hate uh, it. Worried I about driving. It. Oh, geez, I made it. Okay, now the whole actually the whole three or four days, five days. Yeah week that you're there you're thinking oh geez i gotta drive all the way oh yeah and like when i go to new england the stupid gps always wants to take me up i-95 cross the george washington bridge bronx crosstown expressway and some other damn thing in new york city (laughs) and i'm towing a car trailer what are you crazy no way brother plan Uh, your routes too you know and and beyond that you mentioned uh I find the worst state in the world to drive in is Pennsylvania and their chug holes. They're, 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 the winners, they can't fix their, they can't patch all the holes in their roads fast, fast enough. enough. Yeah. Um, and that's got to knock the hell out of a trailer when you you hit one yeah. of those. I, you, spo- I, you know, I never thought about it, but you're probably right. But I usually stay in the interstates. I do everything I can to stay in the interstates because it's the safest place to tow a trailer. Everybody yeah. in, on your side of the road is going the same way. And they can't come out and whack you from the side. <laughs> not in, not intentionally, anyway. No. Well, it, this has been. I, I think this is is great, Steve, and uh, I appreciate you putting together. Uh, you know, if people want this, uh, Steve put together a whole sheet on trailer tire safety and trailer tire information. Uh, drop us an email, and we'll be glad to. I'll keep my copy and be glad to send you a copy if uh, if you want it. And. Uh, I, I think this has been a very good, very informative show that uh, people should tune in to. Tell their friends about it. And, and if you've got a friend that tows, be sure that they know about You can't be too safe. No, you can't be too safe or too... Even, you know, the thing about a trailer is you've got some control over what you're, what you're driving, or you should have. But with a trailer, man, you ain't got... Nothing. You've only got. You're just so there. With that being said, we got to put the plug in the jug. We'll be back next week on the Classic Car Show. You're listening to America's Web Radio. Whether cruising the strip at a '57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a '71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com 
and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about anti-car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.